Well, hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another scintillating episode of the Wellness Coaching Conversation. This is Brian Douglas. And as always, I am here staring across cyberspace to my wonderful and highly skilled podcast partner, Lori Legault. Hey, Lori. Hello, Brian. Thank you so much. I'm going to have to look up scintillating. I'm not sure I know that word. <laughs> I, I've been a word nerd my whole life. And, you know, I still unfortunately find ways to, you know, put those those big words in there. For no, no I like reason. it. I'm up for the challenge. Don't worry. I like it. Um, well, I'll try and throw one in and challenge you too. We got to challenge our brains. Yeah, so I yes, it's really relevant, you know, as, as, as we are into the new year, uh, Lori and I were talking about how goal setting is a big deal, but a lot of times goal setting in the new year is, is based upon maybe something superficial or if not superficial, just kind of one dimensional. And so while, you know, setting maybe a targeted goal of reaching us a, a certain weight or achieving a certain, you know, physical milestone or a fitness milestone or a financial milestone or any of those things certainly um, aren't unimportant that taking the time to really introspect and consider a more holistic perspective and, and take into account personal growth, whatever that might look like, and also revisiting maybe things that are important or even a sense of purpose that maybe you haven't revisited in a while and how we as coaches can foster and facilitate that process with our clients. So that's, that's, that's my intro, Lori. What do you have to say about that? Thank you. That was perfect. That was exactly what we were talking about. And I just feel like when we discuss with people, you know, what are some of your goals that you have for yourself? Maybe this coming year, people are always like, oh, I want to do better. At maybe my nutrition, I would like to lose some weight. They say those kinds of things. And I think sometimes those are not really things people stick with. And I mean, they do, but some people do depending mm -hmm. on the severity, True, but I do think that it might be helpful to ask them some deeper questions around what is something that you have thought of that you would love to see yourself accomplish or get into like a hobby or an interest or a trip that you've always wanted mm. to take or just anything that's actually calling you that you keep putting off bigger, deeper than they'll just go into the gym, you know, like everyone yeah. that's, that's something that everybody says. So like, sure, you can add that to the list, but really thinking more about some of those deeper wants that people may be push, pushing off for like, Oh, someday. Mm -hmm. And maybe that someday could start to inch closer. And the joy that it brings you to realize that this is a, something that I would like, that's something that I've always thought about and that you can take baby steps towards that. You know, maybe there's some ways to start planning it, just getting it off the ground a tad bit, you know, and yeah. the joy that that could bring them. Also, the unraveling of what that means to them. Why? Why is that important? What does it mean? You know, I think people have a lot of, no, I'm going to say that reverse. I think a lot of people have something that they have been putting off for a very long time. 
when I think about 25 years ago, something that I wanted to do that I still haven't done, I can come up with a couple of things, you know, and some of them are not pertinent anymore. Like, oh, that was just something that back then I wanted, but some of them still exist as a want within me that it's like, yeah, I still want that for myself someday. Mm. And maybe that someday isn't so far away now. And that could just bring up some very big and much needed excitement and like reasons yeah. for living, you know, like re- reason, like more reasons for living than just your day-to-day grind. So. Yeah. I, I, I hear you, Laurie. It, it's, um, it's interesting because, you know, certainly the, I think the, the data is there when you, when you look at people who are at the end of their lives, they talk very much about, um, the regrets that they have and and it's it's not the little stuff that they regret not doing you know it's it's those things that are important you know i think even mark twain said it when he said uh, in 20 years from now um you're not going to regret the things that you did you're going to regret the things that you didn't do you know i'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing but i think that that you know really supporting that kind of mental exercise and perspective expansion with our clients is is beneficial because it it can be used as um i think fuel for insight it can be used as fuel for for motivation and certainly you're right it can inject so much excitement because i think a lot of times when there are things that we we maybe have put off doing it's because either we're afraid that we're we're not going to be able to do it or maybe we're afraid that we might actually succeed. You know, everybody's got different reasoning, you know, different kind of emotions behind it and whatnot. But to be able to use our coaching skills to help people recognize that there is a pathway in the here and now to start moving closer towards those those big fundamental, like foundational shifts or 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 pillars of their entire lives um, that they've been putting off. I think that's a great gift to be able to help give people to say, well, yeah, you you know, it makes sense. Writing the great American novel um, might not be something that you can just do this weekend, but you know, what, what's one thing that, that you could do that could kind of help you create a daily writing practice or, you know, what's one action you could take that could, help you feel more confident in the writing that you do. You know, it's like, I think that, that asking those questions, once we kind of help them uncover the, um, the things that are lurking in the background that maybe have been there for a long time, man, that, that could be exciting. Absolutely. I love how you just phrased all of that. It's so important to ask the, the powerful question, you know, like just, is there any, thing from your past that you have a regret of something that you didn't do that that might sound silly saying it out loud now as if you could never do it now but if you say it maybe there's a way to still yeah. do it or another version of it at this point in your life you know there is this feeling of like oh i'm too old for this now but we live a long time now so mm sometimes you can still have many lives within one life. I think 
I see that all the time. I'm always blown away by my 80 year old in-laws who are nowhere near the end. I mean, they are thriving, not just Mm. living, they're thriving. And it's given me such, you know, and actually I should say my, my, my parents too, my, so not just, but my, my in-laws are a little older than my actual parents, but exciting to see that. And when you actually notice and, and see people who are thriving at such an older age, it also personally gives me more reasons to take better care of myself because the possibility of living that long and being able to still do so many things makes me think, well, then I need to take good care of my one and only body that I've been given, you know, and be very proactive and really think ahead on the things when I mean, we technology is so good now with health that we know that if you can um, stay on top of your health and be very proactive and preventive, that maybe you can live some of these dreams that you never mm. have yet. And so yeah. I think it's exciting. And I think sometimes it takes a little nudging from us coaches to, to do that. And how fun for us also to be a part of that journey with them. You know, it's exciting Absolutely. and all all angles. I'm kind of curious, Brian, is there anything that if a coach said to you, like, so Brian, do you have anything in your life that is maybe a regret or something that you haven't done yet that could be, could be possibly, you know, I I, I was going to use the word achieve, but, but achievement, such a, a word that sounds like, you know, either success or fail, right? but more so just something that you could attend to or look into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a great question. I think just by you asking that, it makes me start thinking, you're like, wow, I remember, you know, when I was in my 20s, really, really wanting to kind of spend time um, in the valleys and at the foot of the Himalayas. And Ooh. so I don't know if I will or not, but it makes me already think, wow, but I live right by the Smoky Mountains and I, you know, I don't really have an excuse to not go out and enjoy that same context in a smaller version, you know? And mm-hmm. so it, it's funny. And it's funny that you asked that because my wife and I have been having this conversation oh, recently wow. about getting out there and and spending more time on the trails and, and all that. We found this great app called All Trails. Everybody else probably already has it, but I'm late to the party. But <laughs> it's cool because it, it, it just, it, it's such a, a really, you know, you talk about technology. It's a great use of technology and helping kind of demystify, you know, my own environment here where we live. Um, and it, it also makes me think, too, of all the possible questions that I could ask or or we could ask our clients, you know, and, and think about, um, you know, if if time and money weren't a barrier, what would you be doing right now? Or if you knew that you had X amount of time to live, how would that change what you're doing now? You know, like, I mean, it's like you can play these these thought-provoking games that are jarring in a sense that they'll help jar people out of kind of the, if they're, if they're kind of in a rut with their mindset or their perspective and help them step outside of it and go, oh, wait a minute, wow, huh, haven't thought about that because it's so easy to get into that that hamster wheel with our busy lives, you know, and and years go by and all of yep. a sudden, like you say, it's like, wow, 20 years, huh? There are some things I didn't do. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that would look like today. 
So that's yeah. And when and when you say it, sometimes you go, oh, maybe that's not impossible to make happen. Maybe I can, yeah. you know. And if so, how how and when could I put that on the calendar and say, hmm, is it possible to to do that at some point still? And what's the barriers now? And how can I start to peel down some of those barriers and make it happen? And who can I employ to help me make it happen? And things like that. It's actually mm. very fun. It gives you some more interesting to-dos, you know, than yeah. just your average to-do list. Well, I think what you what you just said too, Lori, it, it it reminds us that as coaches, it's not just about goal setting, accountability, and attainment. It's about exploring possibilities. It's about being creative and curious and approaching big questions without the answers. You know, because I think that so, you know, in our culture, and I think most cultures around the world, it's all about having answers. You know, it's like, that's how our academic system is set up. You know, you're supposed to memorize all this crap that somebody else figured out and, and spit it back and have the right answers. But growth happens on the margins. Growth happens when we don't have the answers, when we're forced into a place of of uncertainty and discomfort. And so I think as coaches, there's an artful way to approach that where we we ask those questions that gently nudge our clients into that place of, of uncertainty, that place of discomfort, and help them look at things in a in a maybe a more holistic or a different perspective. Because then we can use the the mechanics of goal setting and and all that stuff downstream. You know, but I think that sometimes it's it's just the the work that we do that's more um it's almost like alchemical. It's it's um in the sense that there is no for sure answer or known outcome. It's it's truly going to be a spontaneous creation based on the interaction of two people in that moment. You know, that's the neat yeah. thing about coaching. It's not just formulaic. There's a there's there is there's an alchemy or a magic to it. And as coaches, we've just got to be brave and be willing to ask those questions and then be there and hold space for our clients um, and encourage them to be brave because those are those can be really rewarding explorations if we take the time to foster it. Oh, mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, folks. We're done. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um no, I just think all you said is very true. And what also came to mind was you know, as you are looking at some maybe sort of far out uh, ideas about things that you used to want and things that you maybe in the future could want for yourself again, it actually helps you tackle a little bit of the here and now too. Mm. So some of the, some of the things that maybe some coaches have been working with clients on where they seem to be going in circles with it. I, I had a client like this years ago where um, they were kind of going in circles and circles with their goals and uh, couldn't make decisions. And every time we met, it was like kind of the same thing. And I was like, wow, I can't get this person to start to, you know, they, it was always like, a, I, 
I can't because, well, I can't do that because uh, I can't do this because yeah. of that. So I'm just thinking now, like if we were to talk about, if I say, okay, let's scrap these, these goals that you've been talking about right now, we're going to just come back to that, but let's talk about something different. Um, and then we start asking some of those powerful questions that you just mentioned, thinking about other possibilities, other dreams, other hopes. And then as those start to kind of, as you talk through and dream come back to the here and now again and say, okay, so what we were talking about earlier, how would attaining these goals help you attain these other things mm. that we just talked about? How can we attach those yeah. as this like beautiful long journey that you're on? And I wonder if that could give people more reasons and more tearing down of those. I can't because I can't mm. because and go, oh, maybe, well, maybe I can. Well, maybe that's yeah. possible, you know? I think that very often we we just don't lift our heads up enough to see that things are actually possible. Yeah. You know, I years ago, I think we've talked about this already on the podcast before, but that book, The Blue Zones, mm -hmm. I remember that one of the things that they said in The Blue Zones were, were that when you plan a vacation the planning of the vacation can often be just as rewarding and exciting as the actual vacation itself. Yeah. And that it's a very it's a super fun process. If you make it fun process True. of planning and that planning could take a very long time, depending on what you're wanting, you know, yeah. um, as we've been talking, I've been thinking about the fact that when I was in my um, late teens and early twenties, I really wanted to go into the Peace Corps Mm. And, you know, that feels like not a possibility anymore, but recently I was talking to a friend and they were like, you know, they actually do have Peace Corps opportunities for older adults to, to do. And I'm like, really, maybe I could revisit that someday. You know, maybe that could go on my like long-term, I can't do that right now. I truly can't, but it doesn't mean that it has to be off my list entirely, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so just thinking about that possibility excites me and no kidding, you know, again, just, uh, gives me reason to want to keep my health in check. So I can yeah. do some of those things later when I can do them. So good point. Good point. Yeah. And I, I love how, how you, you really talk about that, that art of, of kind of perspective shift or perspective expansion that, can help people recognize much bigger themes or or bigger events in their lives and how either that's something that really matters to them or that they've been able to get through in the past and how that can then impact how they look at like that thing that they're struggling with now you know and and it's it's such a gift i think to be able to help people get their head up and get out of whatever rut they're in because it, mm -hmm. it it can it can be so gosh it can feel futile and and just uh can feel like a place of despair almost when when you just are stuck and and you don't see any way out of it or around it and that's when when that that external perspective 
can come in and and as coaches we are uniquely equipped um to be able to do that to be able to sit with clients in you know who who are struggling with with things that make them feel stuck you know and be able to say well what about this or have you thought about that or what would this look like and and really again there there's there's kind of no limit to the questions that we can come up with really it, it's more of how hard are we willing to work in support of our clients? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just as an example that came to mind is, as you're saying that is let's say someone's working with somebody who's been struggling with smoking cessation and it just is really difficult to, for this person to actively make those first steps you know, they want mm -hmm. to, but they can't, they've been maybe smoking for so long. They just are like, this has become such a part of my life. I just can't get myself to stop, even though I know that I want to. So let's say that you've been working with somebody for a while in that capacity and you take a step back, a new session and say, you know, we've been talking a lot about smoking cessation. Can we table that for today? Can we talk about some other hopes and dreams that you've mm. had in the past for yourself? And asking some of the questions that you just said earlier, like, you know, if you had a limited time of to live, you know, what is something that you would absolutely love to do if money and time were no, no problem, you could just go do the thing. Mm -hmm. And let's say they came up with a few things like, oh, I always wanted to go to Africa on safari. Oh, I always wanted to, um, you know, try a, a, a new career choice. I'm kind of burned out on my career, but I mean, I can't now or just different things. They bring up things and you just list them. You just write them down as they say it, you know? And then you say something like, you've brought up some amazing things in your life that you have always wanted to do that maybe, you know, life just got in the way you weren't able to do. Is there one of these, one of the things I've listed of the four things that you mentioned, is there one thing that really stands out to you as like, I would really have loved or would still love to do that thing. And then they choose that thing. Mm-hmm. And then you just um, start talking about like steps a little bit, you know, like this may not ever happen. I'm just saying, what if now let's just say that you end that session and the next session you say, what if, what if your direct outcome of smoking cessation meant that you could do this? How yeah. would that work for you? And I'm not saying that is the answer. I know that we we want them to give us their answers, but just kind of pointing out that there is a direct line to the choices that they're mm -hmm. making towards other dreams and hopes that they have, absolutely, and that they haven't you know haven't had to haven't been able to fully carry out. And I just wonder if some of those situations could be kind of life altering for some people. Yeah. You know, I mean, for some people, they would still say, no, I can't do that. I'm, I can't do that. And you're back to square one with them. That happens. Right. But, you know, maybe for a few looking at those really long term, bigger, more out there possibilities could actually be transformative. So agree. I, I think that that's yeah. What what a, a beautiful way, though, of kind of like not resisting. You know, if, if they're, they're stuck, okay, well, let's take a step back. 
and let's look at let's look at the, something completely different, you know, and and to be able to then shift shift things to the positive, you know, and and start kindling a flame of interest and of passion, and you never know where that might go, right? And you won't know if you don't ask the question. That's what it comes <laughs> down to. Yes, yes, definitely. So hopefully, this is just giving coaches that are listening ideas of ways of transformation in this new year with their clients, you know, not saying that the exact things that we have said, those are just all examples, but maybe thinking about some of your clients that every person has, like, what are, who are some of your clients that have been really stuck or that might really enjoy um, a little bit of a new path like this? And if you haven't already tried it and just exploring that and seeing what happens and I think that most people actually really do enjoy talking about their hopes and dreams that they mm-hmm. had or still have for themselves. And, you know, nothing is too far-fetched. I think that's the, that's the key is that people sometimes are like, oh, I don't want to talk about it because it's just depressing. I haven't done it or whatever, but actually it's like, no, nothing is too far-fetched and gosh, it's the way that I'm always still amazed at how you can hop on an airplane and be somewhere else the same day. I'm like, yeah, I have crazy. gone from West to East United States in one day and still had many hours of the day <laughs> to do what I want to do. And I'm like, that's amazing. You know, yeah, and the fact right. that you can fly across the world and do things and it's not too far-fetched, you know? And I mean, I'm not just talking about travel. There's a lot of things people might want to do that they haven't done. They might have wanted to take some certain classes. They wanted to get a new degree. Sidebar, Brian and I are kind of going down <laughs> that road right now in our lives. Um, <laughs> so that's why I had to mention that. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, just you're not too old. And, no. you know, my 80-year-old father-in-law just flew across the country, uh, no, not across the country, across the world to travel for a month by himself. I don't think when he was Dude. 50, he would think, oh, well, when I'm 80, I'm going to go to Europe by myself for a month and have the time of my life. Wow. You know, it is possible. So helping people realize those things, I think is important. Absolutely. I agree. I, I think, you know, it's a new year, new energy. Um, and I think that's a, you know, kind of a good place to, to kind of push pause. Yeah. I you agree. know, we, we've got, uh, hopefully we've, we've provoked some thoughts and some, some conversations out there and support of the coaches that listen. We really, really, um, appreciate everybody listening and we're just looking forward to rocking into 2024. I cannot even believe that it's 2024. <laughs> It's not 1998. I mean, oh my what, gosh. what's going on? It, um, yeah, remember yeah. 2000, we thought the world was going to end and here it is Dude, 24 yeah. years later. I, yeah, <laughs> <So>. I, <laughs> vaguely, vaguely. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree completely. Lori, as always, it's a, it's, it's been a real. Fan. It has been real. It has been fun. It has been real fun. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just glad we get a chance to hang out on a semi-regular basis and, uh, I know me too. Talk, you know, it's cool. 